69. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another On the Low with UFO featuring your intergalactic space host, Joe. You can call me Kenny J. And, uh, and for those of you that don't know me personally or aren't necessarily one of my friends that have just been riding along this whole podcast because you enjoy it, my name is not Kenny. It is Joe. And there is no Kenny at all in my name by birth. Uh, I just chose it because as a small child, I used to listen to two radio stations because my parents would drive around and they had full control of the radio. And that would be 103.1, which was smooth jazz here in Orlando, Florida. Now I think it's some samba salsa shit, which is cool. Whatever. So be it. And then uh, and then the powerhouse Z88.3, safe for the little ears. <laughs> and let me tell you what. I love that reference in this podcast because this is nowhere near safe for the little ears. This podcast isn't even really safe for the big ears. But if by some chance of Jesus Christ, this podcast accidentally drops or featurettes or any sort a snippet of this makes it on the z88.3 fuck yeah <laughs> i hope to god i hope to god all you god-fearing motherfuckers listening to jesus saves here's this shit because you should and you shouldn't be afraid i love jesus <laughs> but um but yeah i i wanted to talk about kenny j for just a brief moment Kenny G was a was a prolific. He's still kicking it to this day. Uh, very scrawny, long, red red haired saxophonist. He plays primarily the soprano saxophone, which is the long straight one that looks like a clarinet, a metal one. And I, I play the soprano saxophone in several acts, and it's one of my favorite instruments. And so, if you ever come up to me, just forewarning, and you say, "Yo, dude, you're so sick. I love that clarinet." I'm gonna pretend. Like, we're cool, and I'm going to continue speaking with you like you didn't say that. But just know that when we exit that conversation in the back of my head, I'm going to tell you to go fuck yourself. Because because it is not a clarinet. It is a fucking soprano saxophone. And everybody knows what a saxophone looks like. It's got that curve. You know, it's got that L, that J shape. If you know that, that's good. Imagine it's straight and small. That is a soprano. Da, 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 da. Welcome to my world. And, um, and anyway, so Kenny G played that. And, uh, and so when I was playing in a band that, you know, I, my friend DJ Dizzle Funk, the DJ bassist of the Universal Funk Orchestra, his name is Joshua White Becker, which is the whitest fucking name you could ever have. But he goes by DJ Dizzle Funk, and he embodies that wholly, wholeheartedly. Everything he is and breathes is Dizzle. And, um, and, and I kind of wanted that. So I was like, well, what, what do I dig? What do I think of? You know, I play the saxophone. I like Kenny G. I could be Kenny J. And so I just kind of rocked with it. And eventually it kind of sunk in. And nowadays, if somebody yells out Kenny, I'll turn around and I'll say hello. And I'll speak with you about that. And uh, and I'm okay with that. And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that uh, I am down for whatever. <laughs> and I say that because I want to base my podcast today on on that that kind of alone. I think we live in a society that is too terrified to just leave it all out there. To, to, to get wild, to get messy, make mistakes, you know, just like, uh, just like the, the magic school bus. That's a thing. I don't remember what it is. If you remember what it is, hit me up. But like too often are we kind of timid when it comes to exploration of, of, of experiences in life, you know, and I'm not saying, I'm not saying that everybody should be traveling like those fucking flight attendant girls that everybody knows. I don't know if this is a thing when you're younger, but when you're older, when you turn 28 and 29, you're going to start to see a lot of girls that either in high school or just that you became friends become fucking flight attendants because, you know, especially if they're cute, they're going to instantly be like, oh, yeah, I get a free ticket ride everywhere and I can go fly anywhere and I'm cute and sexy and I'm going to start my own blog and I'm going to do cool things because this is my job. That's a thing that's going to start happening. And I kind of embrace it. 
Um, because they're loving life and they're exploring kind of the world. I don't know whether they're exploring it for themselves or they're exploring it for the likes they get on the Instagram because they're cute and whatever. But, you know, the point here is, is that I'm not saying that being adventurous directly correlates with how far you travel and what you experience. I, I'm not going to dock that. I definitely think you should coming from somebody who's toured Europe and seen a lot of places kind of outside of the United States, like Canada and, and, and the Philippines, just in various travel over the years. But, but my point here is, is that being adventurous can happen from home, you know, and, and in my life, I've been labeled kind of my, my superlative or accolade in several groups is the first person to get arrested. Not that I have been arrested, not that I haven't come close, but the point here is, is that I, I've always been labeled as, a, as that dude that will more than likely at some point get arrested in their presence. And the reason for which is that I will do whatever the fuck it is that I, I want to do within reason that I would find enjoyment or success or a story out of. I believe wholeheartedly in the stories. And I think that's why I love this podcast, because when I was a kid, even younger, uh, even till to this day, what I, what I found to be the most important thing was to always have a story and to always be able to tell that story and recount that story, as you've seen on many of my podcasts, because what's the whole fucking point of life if you're not living, right? And so, and so to kind of connect with that, uh, I went to the Netherlands with a band and we were in the red light district and through a series of events, which I'm not necessarily comfortable telling you all, uh, maybe 10 podcasts from now, I was labeled as the dude that would do anything for 50 bucks. <laughs> and also sidebar, if you have 50 euros in the Netherlands, in the red light district of Amsterdam, you can get a blowy. That's not what happened. <laughs> uh, but the point here is, is that 50 bucks, I will do anything in cash. And I say that, and it's been about roughly two and a half, close to three years now, and not a single person has given me 50 bucks to do anything. And and that is almost an invite to all of you listening to this podcast. If you have kind of a thing you want to see me do, send me 50 bucks and it's going to happen. I promise you, I will not hesitate, flinch. I might think about it, giggle, and maybe, 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 just maybe, you know, put it against my moral compass, but more than likely, I'll probably, I'll probably do it. <laughs> because <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I give a fuck about my life and the, and the life of others. I, I, it's not like you can pay me 50 bucks to go kill somebody. That's definitely, you're a fucking psychopath. And I'll tell you right now, if you send me some bullshit like that, you are getting reported and immediately sent to the police because that's some creepy ass shit. But uh, I, I want to kind of backtrack. So like I said, Kenny J became a thing because I was like, fuck it. I want a persona. I want to do whatever I want to do. I'm down for this. I'm down for that. And it, it has enveloped me, especially throughout high school. You know, backtracking, here's a couple stories. I was that first kid uh, to, I was the first dude, mind you, I went to a Catholic high school. So this was all, everything I'm about to describe to you is like Satan incarnate, like entering my body through my butthole and controlling my brain. But like, I was the first dude to get an ear piercing. And, uh, and how I got that ear piercing at like 14 or 15 was, <laughs> was, uh, I went to this sketchy ass piercing tattoo shop in the middle of Old Town, Florida. And I won't mention names because I want them to keep thriving if they're still kicking. But, uh, but their, their one stipulation for being underaged and getting a piercing was you needed to get a, a note from your parents that said it was okay. And I couldn't really get that note. I didn't really want to ask. So I just forged it. <laughs> and I, and I had my, my girlfriend, my friend that was a girl at the time, um, sign it. And I brought that bitch in and I got my ear pierced in kind of the smallest gauge you could. And I thought it was hot shit. You know, I was like, fuck, yeah, look at what I did. And then that transcended. I moved forward. I was that first dude to get a, a tattoo. You know, and I was like, yeah, fuck it. Let's go. You know, the first one to do drugs. I remember this one, marijuana. Uh, I was uh, <laughs> I was the kid 
I was the kid who joined that reggae band and I found out that this reggae band, uh, the initiation for it was to smoke marijuana out of this beautiful figurine pipe of a woman. And it's funny because that pipe was a, it was a girl and, uh, and in the area where her vagina is supposed to be was a bowl that you placed marijuana into and then you proceeded to smoke the marijuana out of her vagina. <laughs> and, and that was my first experience there. And, uh, and, and yeah, it just kind of continues through transcending. You know, I was the first one to have sex in my inner group of friends. Um, I was always that friend too that was super, super influential. I was the one that was like, fuck it. Yeah, let's go, let's go do this. And all of this is still to this day, if you know me. I'm still that dude that's like down for whatever. I just get so much more pushback because people get terrified and thrown, you know, whatever. They want to call that experience. I just want to call it pussing out and being, being complacent with your life. But, but I was that dude in high school that was like, yeah, yeah, let's get in our cars and, let's go play bumper cars with our cars. <laughs> like, and, and, and if you're listening to this podcast and you were, you know, this story, cause you're one of the nine or so friends that I had at this one day in high school where it was just band kids allowed on campus. Cause like every, it was someday in summer camp and everybody, there was nobody there. Literally the, the gate was unlocked um, early and ahead of time for the whole weekend. Cause we had some sort of camp and you know, we got there either super early or we stayed super late. And I was like, yo, watch this and then i took my car and i hopped a couple of those concrete you know parking blockers that's supposed to stop your car from going too far forward and i just hopped three or four of those bitches and i was just going around in circles just skid marks and tires and just going off and i was like yo get in your car let's go do this and we circled around that parking lot for hours that was that was fun and i still have that amount of fun in my life with a little bit more caution because i want to prolong my life of course and i don't want to do anything that ruins that but but again being labeled as the first person to get arrested or likely the first the most likely person to get arrested i think is the better way to put it I, I don't mind that and i don't mind that at all because i think we should all be just striving to do whatever it is in the world that we want to do because life is short i work at a children's hospital and uh and i see life and death on a regular basis i think i think one of the reasons why i succeed and do kind of okay in this medium is because i i've experienced death firsthand you know and and it's a funny thing is a lot of people a lot of people fear that a lot of people don't really understand what happens loss loss is the word and i've experienced that to several degrees very personal distant whatever it may be and so like seeing this on a regular basis now and working through it and seeing the faces and feeling the pain that people have felt it, it drives me more and more forward to do whatever it is that i want to do that pleases me and hope that it pleases kind of others you know, everything for me, I do for myself first. And as I've mentioned in the previous podcasts, if you're a fan or you follow me on Instagram or whatever it is, you kind of notice that what permeates through the bullshit <laughs> that I post that makes you laugh um, is positive stuff, positive forward things that talk about your life and improving it. And uh, and I do that because wh what else are we going to do? You know, I, I don't want to become complacent just being okay. Just being happy and content with what my life is at. I, I want to experience new things and do new things on a regular basis. This coming, this coming week, not this week. Um, well, I guess this coming week, yeah, because you're going to hear this on Friday. But this, this next week coming up, there's so many cool things. I think I'm knocking out two bucket list items in one day. Possibly a third if this goes the way I want it to go. But I'm going to be going to a hot yoga class <laughs> on, uh, on Thursday. Or on Friday, yeah, Thursday, and I'm praying to God that I find my wife there, cause, uh, cause if if you ever see me do yoga, it's like, it's like a wet hippo coming, <laughs> it's like a wet hippo coming out of the swamp. I am just soaked, 
and I look kind of soft because my body's all sort of stretched out and and uh, and that's not true I'm actually looking pretty good after yoga too but I, I'm gonna try hot yoga with a couple friends because uh, I've been doing p90x and there's a yoga day every Thursday in the p90x program again shout out to Tony Horton but but uh I'm gonna try to do hot sweaty ass fucking yoga and hopefully there's my wife there because if if there's somebody there that finds me attractive while I look like a fat hippo coming out of the swamp then they're definitely gonna love what I look like in six months from now (laughs) so so I'm gonna try that never done that before I've only heard how difficult it is and I know not everybody does it and then uh and then the next day I'm gonna go to a chiropractor so both things that probably a lot of you have done before but for me I've never done it before and I've never really had the, the forethought or the kind of excitement to do it until now because I'm doing it with friends who also want to try it for the first time. But I'm going to do all these things and, uh, and, uh, and, and hope for the best. I hope I don't get paralyzed. And, you know, but, but at the same time, that's the risk you take to do things that will probably better your life. Like I mentioned in the last podcast, the things that are hard that you don't really want to do, they might be the best things you've ever done, ever. And I found that to be kind of, again, the root. I, I I wanted to do everything I wanted to do. I wanted to be that guy that did something that nobody else was doing. You know, to kind of go back to it, Kenny J came from me begging my mom when I was a kid to please let me get a soprano saxophone so that I could march in my marching band in high school on the field with a soprano saxophone. And I, I wanted to do that primarily because nobody else had, had ever really done that in the history of the high school. Nobody... Nobody was regularly doing that in my circle of friends or even in the outer circle of things that I was seeing on MySpace or Facebook or Instagram, whatever the fuck we had back then. And it's not that I wanted to stick out or stand out for my ego. No, no. I just wanted to do something that nobody else had done. I wanted to do things that nobody does. I, I, I wanted to separate myself from the mundane of what's already been there and done before. You know what I mean? No, that's not saying I don't want to be the best in whatever it is that I do. That's definitely not saying that. I definitely focused on those things. But I definitely wanted to focus on things that that made me experience things that I could talk and tell a story about to other people. You know, that, that when I'm in a conversation just making small talk, I can probably pull any sort of story out from my own experience. And you'll find this if you speak with me. You know, and I'm really good with this. I don't, I don't always make the conversation about me. But I, I'm really good at opening up and making you open up and then when you start talking to me about your things i can i can kind of make you feel warm and cozy because i i will more than likely have something that references that or i grow excitement in whatever it is that you had done that i had not yet done possibly and and what a what a great even this podcast is in that same kind of uncharted territory really opening up and talking to you guys about life and 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 doing crazy shit and so really i kind of want to challenge you what's on your bucket list what do you have in your life that you haven't done yet that you really want to do that you can start doing now or work towards now or kind of plan out now? Again, we're, I don't know where you're at or what the fuck is going on with you, but if you're in the United States, this pandemic is fucking us sideways. So, like, you're not doing much. You're not going nowhere. So, do something. You know what I mean? Take a leap. Send me 50 bucks. Give yourself 50 bucks. Do something crazy. I, I, would, I would highly suggest that this is the time that you be who you want to be and do what you want to do because you might just find something you love. Uh, or, or, or find more in life about it and so with that being said I hope you enjoy your morning your evening your night goodbye